It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss Podcast your first listen every day. We're free and, in fact, available wherever you get your podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and I'm likely the only person you're going to hear from today that's had an office in the Manning Center at Ole Miss and worked in the national media at Yahoo Sports. I'm joined by Dalen Flowers, the resident student expert watching all things Ole Miss sports and Arkansas res- re- um, former resident, current resident. How, how should I phrase that? Former resident. I, I uh, live in Texas now, but Arkansas is still home and forever will always be home as well, though. Yeah, so that is going to be relevant in just a second. Um, but we don't normally break news yeah. on this program, you know, and and I did a program this morning that is going to air tomorrow morning that is basically titled, Should Ole Miss Prioritize Chris Paul in the Portal? And Ole Miss is, it looks like, prioritizing Chris Paul. As Lane Kiffin visited Chris almost immediately after Chris entering the portal today, whenever that name went out there, Lane Kiffin was there visiting. During that visit, an official visit was scheduled. And from what I understand, this is moving quite quickly, and it looks pretty good for the reps. It should. And if you don't know a lot about this kid, and I'm sure that Stephen will talk a little little bit more, but the kid is really exciting and he's young. Um, Had a really good freshman year at Arkansas 2022 um, and continued to grow under Sam Pittman and what Barry Odom had under his realm last year. I think the kid is very exciting because he's athletic and can really play anywhere on the field. Reminds me a lot of what Santerian Perkins has done here and what Michael Parsons has done in the league. They they kind of play him in, in the zone coverage at times, but also play him on the line. And he really is a hard-nosed linebacker. He loves to just hit people. And I think that's something that's a good quality for a linebacker, but he also has a great vision for the football. Um, and so I, I find it really, really, really just – Great belief that uh, what Lane has done just very quickly. Just I know we talked about over the weekend, you know, us getting the Peach Bowl. They didn't have a watch party. He said he, he was working, you know, he was recruiting. He was having official visits. And I think that is saying something for where we are headed for in the future. So it, it's a fun time right now. And if you don't know a lot about this kid, uh, look up some highlights, man. The kid is really exciting to play. He's all over the field. And I think with our scheme and the way Pete likes to play aggressively, I think he'll fit right in. And I think Pete will have him out there just having a lot of fun as well. It'll be fun, though. Let's see what happens for him. Yeah, to me, I, I'm I'm a huge fan of Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste. Okay, huge fan of him and what he did at Ole Miss. Chris Paul is really a plus version yeah. of Jeremiah Jean-Baptiste. Yeah. He is going to be the plugger. He is going to do some work in the run game, but he's also explosive enough to go sideline to sideline and make his impact be known and is going to help this defensive line that has a chance to be pretty salty. You just need somebody behind it. If you upgrade the linebackers behind the defensive line, all of a sudden, what happened in Georgia is not necessarily going to happen that way because you're going to have just a little bit talent. That gap is going to close down a little bit. And Chris Paul is a big, big person that can make that happen. And like I said, this is looking pretty good for Ole Miss at the moment. It's Like I said, it's not a done deal. But Chris Paul is going to visit this weekend. And all indications are it's going to move pretty quickly. And... I don't know if he had a good time at Vault Hemingway Stadium when the Hogs came down. He, I mean, they lost the game, but the defense played pretty well. Um, 
maybe he enjoyed the environment, maybe things like that, but um, we'll see. I, it, it, get, it is my understanding, essentially, that I, th- I think that Ole Miss can close the deal with a good visit. That that is what we're talking about in this situation. I do too. I think, and especially just basing things off this year, I think a lot of visits from players this year have been really successful for us. And I think players are really buying into what Lane has brought to this culture here and what the organization has done to continue bring a good fan base in for every home game and even traveling. I think that's a, a big thing as well. That and uh, I want to talk when we get to the Peach Bowl talking about that, that our fan base has traveled really well on the road this year. So I know you have a great backing as a player. Um, but the kid is, is Chris Paul. Is, he's really just fun to watch. I, I mean that with, with great honesty. He, he's really fast for his size. I think he's like 6'1", 230, 235. The kid can move and he plays with – a lot of heart and edge. And when I say that he's a kid that you can tell when he's playing always gives a hundred percent, 200%. And you love to see that in a player, especially in a linebacker, especially in Pete's system as well. And so I would just love to see if we do get a chance to get him, how Pete utilizes him, but I'm very excited just to be in the mix of it. And also how important it is for us to go after him so quickly. So he will, so he understands how important he can be for us. And just to know that he has a, a special place here if he, if he's willing to come down to Oxford, Mississippi. Yeah, if you look at the also the first day of the transfer portal, Lane Kiffin went to Manhattan, Kansas as well. Mm-hmm. A quick lookup is the most offered player at Kansas State right now is the cornerback, Will Lee. So I imagine that Lane is trying to make some hay in that situation as well. But these first visits, whenever people go into the portal, that kind of tells you where Lane Kiffin is thinking of areas that he needs to attack early on in the process before he gets bogged down in bowl preparation, before all of that happens. So the two first targets that really came onto the scene today is um, Chris Paul and Will Lee. There's been some other visits and things like that because if your coach leaves, if a coach gets fired, you can go into the portal a little bit quicker. It's not the same time for the same people, but the portal window that opened today are just basically for student athletes. There's no extenuating circumstances as well. So, Dalen, let's turn our attention to the Peach Bowl. Uh-huh. And um, Penn State fans, man, they're getting they're getting pretty salty in my comments a little bit because I do not think they're the 85 Bears defensively. Now they're a good defensive team, but I mean, I'm not going I'm not going to run away from them. And Ole Miss isn't going to run away from them. When Ole Miss has played against Georgia, they played against Texas A&M, and they played against Alabama, Penn State's defense isn't going to scare Ole Miss. Yeah, I I think Penn State has developed a really good just foundation for their defense. I think they have good players all around. Um, And what we've seen this year from teams like you just named A&M, Georgia, uh, Bama, some of those teams have elite groups, and I think that's what Penn State does lack is an elite group on that side of the ball. When I say that, like AM has a really elite defensive front. Um, when I say Georgia, I think they really have an elite linebacker and secondary uh, companion with them. I think Bama has really developed to be an elite defense as well. I think those teams stand out from Penn State because they have. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock 
deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. A player on that side of the ball that can really flip the switch and change the game, and I just think that's what Penn State is lacking on defense. Now, when I say that, I'm taking nothing away from what their team has done. They have one of the best defenses in the country, um, and I think what stands out for their defense compared to others is their secondary and how fast their safeties are and how well they just play across the field and help each other out. So that will be one thing that you know our offense has to take care of in terms of watching film. Um, but I think it'll be a fun game for us. I think one of the keys for us offensively is we can protect Jackson. I don't see any problems we have. Um, I think this has been a game that, honestly, when we got when I got the news, I was very surprised. You know, of course, we've been so into it with Mizzou, and we didn't think we were going to get into that position. And we got in that position, and it was just a, a big relief off my shoulders for me, I guess, because it, it it just felt very weird for us to go ten and two wins against really ranked teams, and and some wins against teams that weren't wearing but had were really good as well. Um and us to not be in the New York Six Bowl. So when the news came out, it just felt really good for us to be in this position. Um uh, but it's gonna be a fun game and I just like to see what type of players uh don't opt out and who plays for us and what kind of matches we'll see for their game as well. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like Penn State has a good defense. I'm not saying do not hear me say that Penn State's defense is not good. They probably deserve to be mentioned in the same breath as A&M in Georgia and Alabama. They are a good defense. But whenever you play Iowa, those numbers are going to come down. You're, you're Like I said, you're not dealing with the 85 Bears. You, you have Iowa on your schedule as one of your 12. Michigan did not have to throw the ball to win the game. Whenever that – those are two red flags is the reason I do not talk about this team as an elite defense. This is, I think it's a good defense, and I think they're going to show up and they have plenty of vinegar, and both of their ends are really good, and whenever you have ends, they can cause Ole Miss problem. We saw that at the end of the year. But I am not quite ready to even put them in the same category as the Georgia Bulldogs at this point. And so we'll see exactly what happens. Now, Ole Miss and the Peach Bowl, this is going to be a hard sellout. It's going to be. And right now, if you go to the GameTime.co app, it's expensive. People are yeah. reselling for a lot of money. The Peach Bowl notoriously sells out their events. Now, if you're looking to go, you're probably going to end up get paying $130 for a nosebleed seat um, up in the upper deck. But if you use the GameTime app, GameTime.co, and you sign up for a new account, you do get $20 off. So maybe that can take a little bit of that pressure off, but it's going to be expensive for anybody that wants to go. And if Ole Miss fans show any indication, they're going to go to this game. There's going to be 45,000 people in that stadium. And Ole Miss travels un unbelievably well. And for a bowl game like this, they're going to drink the bars dry and they're going to get the cheap beers in the stadium. And the Peach Bowl is really, I, I think this was the perfect bowl game against yeah. the perfect opponent that Ole Miss could have. I agree, man. I think that, you know, I, I think even the Georgia game, the, the fans travel really well there. And I think this will be a fun game for both fan bases. You know, Penn State has a really good fan base as well, and they travel really well. So I think that'll be fun. And I, I just think it's a really good matchup for both teams. Honestly, I think James Franklin has uh, struggled to find an identity on offense, but I think they've, they've continued to, with some consistency in running the football, 
that has allowed them to get to this point. Um, but I think it's going to be a really fun game. I, I think what you just said is really important for us to kind of, whether we got a New York Six Bowl, whether it was in Atlanta or Dallas, I thought that was really important because it would help our fan base be able to travel betterly. And I think that's really important. So I'm glad we got a, a close uh, game to go to for our fans. Uh, but it's going to be really fun. Like, I think, honestly, other than the playoffs games, I think this is the most exciting New York Six Bowl. Um, and I think fans that... It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Are within us or Penn State or even outside of that fan base should really be excited to watch these two teams go at it. Um, and I think they're two fan bases that are looking to be poised to be hungry with this win. So going into the next season, they can have a step going forward. So I think it's a, a good win for both teams. Um, it's going to be really fun, though. Like, I really can't explain my excitement just to see how we look up and just to see the matchup against a really quality Big Ten team as well. So it'll be fun for us. Yeah. And it's not the Big 12. I yeah. mean, Ole, Ole Miss fans have to be fatigued with facing a Big 12 opponent yeah. every time there's some sort of cross matchup. Um, it's a Big 10. The last one was against Indiana. Ole Miss got the W. The one before that is probably the Michigan game in 1990 where Michigan kind of – that was the team that Desmond Howard was on. They won the Heisman Trophy that year. Uh, Michigan was a national championship caliber team that lost like two or three games in like last second things. And they came down to the Gator Bowl angry. And they took it out on Ole Miss and completely outclassed the Rebs that day. This will be the first really good Big Ten team that Ole Miss is lined up against. And it will be up to Ole Miss to honestly handle their business. Because Penn State has four weeks to get ready for what Ole Miss does pretty well with all the misdirection and eye candy and things like that. They only have a week normally. It's almost like playing a service academy offense when you face Ole Miss. And now they're going to have time. That's the reason Ole Miss has struggled in bowl games, in my opinion. I agree, man. And I think watching film, especially against a defense like Penn State, really gives them a big edge. Um, but I think one of our keys will also be if we can be healthy or not. I, I know we've kind of been very uh, fatigued, especially on the offensive line. I think this these couple of weeks will give us a chance to really get healthy in those sort of positions as well, which I think will, of course, help us out in the long run. Um, I think one of our, our defensive keys will be able to be able to stop the run. I think Penn State has kind of helped their identity with that, especially in the red zone. They've done well. And when they get to the red zone uh, scoring, I think our key for the defense, if we can hold Penn State to under 20 points, I don't see a problem for us losing this game. I don't think it has to be an ability for us to try and go score 40, 50 points. I think if we can, you know, if it can be – if Penn State can score 17 points and we only put up 24, I, I'm fine with that. You know, I think that that might be the type of game that it is. Um, and as long as, you know, we get out there and play our best and, and we come out with a win, I'm okay with any – with the, how the, the end result it comes out as well. You know, um, you, it's funny that you mentioned that. One of the things that I've gone over is like, hey, just win the game. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're playing Iowa in the Citrus. It doesn't matter if you're playing so-and-so in the Cotton. Just win the game. Just yeah. go beat Penn State. This is a game where Penn State is a favorite right now by three and a half, four points on some books. Some books has Ole Miss as a favorite. It, the, the lines are kind of 
very uneven at the moment and they haven't really come together. Just win the football game. This isn't a situation where Penn State is going to outclass you. This isn't a situation where you're going to come in starstruck. Just win the football game. Now, I do want to say this, okay? And, you know, I've seen it on Twitter a couple of times, but this would be the first time I think that anybody, any reputable podcast will be having this discussion. Last year, Ole Miss versus Texas Tech was a color game. Texas Tech wore, I think, red. Um, Ole Miss wore the powder blue. Penn State wears the white, navy blue, white uniform. That's the same. That's what you're going to get with Penn State. Should Ole Miss wear their red jerseys? Uh, yeah, I think so because we haven't. When's the last? The ULM game was was red. I I don't think we've wore red a lot this year, have we? I think it's a, a time to break it out a little bit. I think we've worn it just twice, maybe. Um, so I, I yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at that. I think it'll be a good time to break it out. And I think also as well going on that, what kind of if they do bring out the red, what will be the difference from the red than we've seen in the other two games? I think they're kind of going to still try to go with that 13 game, you know, different uniform streak. So I'd like to see what they kind of bring out for that as well. Yeah, and it, 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 I think they can wear the OG uniforms, and it would be the thirteenth game with the navy blue helmets yeah. on the red jerseys. I think that is still an option for Ole Miss in this game. I'd like to see that. I, I, I uh, I'm a big navy guy. I love the navy with our jerseys, um, and so I'd love to see that, especially in a bowl game. You kind of want to be a really different than compared to the other games. So I'd like that. I'd be honest. I think it'd be fun for us. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Dalen Flowers, thank you so much, man, for joining us, and we'll talk to you next week, bud. All right, man. Take care. Howdy, toddy, y'all. Howdy, toddy. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.